Today is September 20th. This is episode 35, Talk Story. Welcome, Bradley. Thank you, Christian. We just did our interest. I know. Look at that. Didn't even do it the formal way of I saying I know. It's kind of going to freak me out for the rest of the time. Bradley Wells. I'm not Bradley Wells. He's no, I'm Bradley Wells. You are. I'm Christian De La Iglesia from and First Surf Shop. Yeah. And this guy. Beep. Sean Corey. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> so are you at? Where are we at? We are at First Surf Shop here in, in Miami Beach, Florida. South Beach. South Beach. That's right. South Beach. South Beach. It's own part of Miami Beach. It is it really its is. own it's no, thing. It's not like any other part of the beach. How long you been open, Chris? Oh, thank oh. you for asking. This guy is good. Into we this, this, this guy is good. Yeah, seriously. Good, good, good. You can come back. Uh, we're coming into our 10th year, October 1st. Wow. We'll make it 10 years. Eight years in this location, 10 years overall. Mm. We got some festivities lined up. We'll be letting people know more about that. Apparently, it's been getting leaked. <laughs> um, I've been leaking it. <laughs> wow. Don't know where that leak's coming from. <laughs> Just check last week's um, episode right. for <laughs> previous leaks. So we'll we'll we'll, dwell, we'll dive deeper into that as the uh, as we get closer to. But there that. will be festivities. There will be festivities. Will be more than one day of festivities. You know what? Actually, this reminds me of. This is like a millennial girl's birthday week month where. They just got to, like, do the whole thing. Like, no, it's not enough to have a birthday party. It's like, this is my birthday month. Dude, I yeah. picked up yeah. on that from the millennials, and I like it. I yeah. will take it, and it's I'm like, and, and there's those people yeah. that are just They're like. They're not wrong. There's those people that, like, don't celebrate the birthday, like Scott from Island Water Sports. Just doesn't want people to know about his I, birthday. I love it. I, I could have like, guessed that like, it was like, like that. He's just like, but secretly, he probably wants somebody to fucking. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, it, it, it's like total hot chick. If you told for me, you had this whole surprise party. If you told him he'd be celebrating for a month, he'd be totally down. Right. Like if you set it all up for a month and like every week there was a like everybody was taking him out to a different birthday dinner and stuff like that, you really didn't have to do that. You really like this is only the thirteenth time I've done this this week. I don't you really should not. Lunch and dinner, you guys are too much. Sunday brunch though? <laughs> but but it's true and I and I'm on the opposite. I'm like telling people I'm like, it's my birthday next week. We're gonna have a good old time on so, so I enjoy, with the shop, I enjoy Ten know. years of the shop. Yep, you can so, only imagine. Yeah, so ten years of the shop, got a lot of stories. I'm hoping that um and during that week I think we should do a little talk story where we uh we kind of the episode will be oh, specifically this on is the when tour. he gives ideas that he hasn't told any of us to so, the public right. go ahead so i think well, i think you know that we should definitely set up talk story that week on based on the surf shop and the 10 years that we've been here and invite people to come in and maybe kind of just have instead of just one guest we have everyone kind of be a guest uh-huh. and we just create the hot seat and we just let people kind of come in and share a story that they might have had with us for the last 10 years something that they remember that's a whether great that, idea. that that's reminds a great them idea. about the, the of what notice it reminds the, me of like the uh uh, was that the booth that they used to have yes. on uh, the real world? Right, that, and that's kind of where I was going. That's kind of what I was thinking with yeah. the same thing. It's, it has, it's kind of like that truth booth, that, you know? True story. Do you guys, so, you guys remember when they did Real World Miami? Uh-huh. How long yes. ago was that? It was like about two thousand ish. Yeah, I was on like a five second really? clip You're of, on that. A smidge yeah. of that. Yeah, skimboarding. I had a big fucking beard like this coming out here, a big goatee. Yes. Yeah, yeah. They, like, came up. We didn't know they were filming, but they came up to us afterward. Like, we got cutaway scenes of you guys. Will you sign here, please? And <laughs> No yeah, way. It was, like, my 15 seconds of fame. There you go. Yeah. I, yeah, I, mean, I, I had a little segment clip like that with, uh, with the deal. Kardashian show. Nice. Of on a paddleboard over uh, off of Mariska Park. 
paddling and as a segue from one scene to the next. They were you might want to like, get like a mental test because every guy that hangs out with them seems to have some issues shortly thereafter. Oh, I have issues. Yeah, but those were precluding this event. Oh, right. They never asked me to sign anything. <laughs> Uh, then he was my. He couldn't even see me. Right? It was actually only yeah. I knew it was me. I was yeah. just like, "Hey, those are my board charts." Yeah. Wait a minute, that's me. No that's way. Me. <laughs> really? You're just like in the background. That's awesome. I wasn't watching the show. It just happened to be on. Somebody else uh, was watching it. Uh, uh, I just uh, happened to catch it. I was like, sure. "Oh, sure enough. Look at that." Rewind. Right. Rewind. Yeah. yeah. Everybody see this? Hey, do you see me on the show? <laughs> There's gonna be a rerun next week, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Taking pictures that's and sending awesome. it to people all up and right. But, you know, that's me. And uh, so, yeah, we'll have uh, 10 years. Nice. 10 years coming into it. And um, it's, it's, you know, it's had its moments. It's been a challenge. Uh, but it's, it's, it's a community you know, it's been shop. A, it's been amazing. It's the you only know, place I can right. buy wax. Right. It's yeah. true. And, uh, and Even it, if you don't have base coat. And, and they're really, you know, it's a, it, that's a pet the, the typical storefront, you know, doesn't has such a hard time surviving nowadays mm. with, with certain, uh, you know, behavior, uh, shopping patterns and behaviors of, of people. Yeah. Uh, just the climate Brad, of the Brad city. is probably one of the best um, examples of that. You know, it doesn't even go shopping for food. Uh, has it all kind of <laughs> shipped over to his house online and stuff like I that. Do. Don't you? I mean, you get yeah. all your, all your Publix and Instacart and everything yeah. else kind of just delivered to you so and and i don't have a car i use uber right listen it's it's it, it's a, it's a all new my world you guys should do that with the boards like they'll call from the beach like right. hey can you deliver me the board please yes. i'd like this uh, long board here I, the waves uh -huh. are kicking i've had that and then i'm just keegan like, bring out the six six yeah. right. swell is pumping yeah. i'm gonna need base coat tropical wax but that, and that's how i leash. feel like we have a little crowd control out there we're like if you really want to go surfing come get the board yeah, like, guess exactly. what? There's a little more physical activity that's going to go on in the water as well. So come get the board. Yeah. Stop being so lazy. For an extra $15, <laughs> I'll bring the board. There is that too. So uh, you can check out my Instagram at. <laughs> call <laughs> me up. I want to make some money the, from this whole right. thing. You'd be like the full on Postmates of uh, surfboards. I think it's not a bad idea for South Beach. But congratulations. Coming into 10 yep. years, it's nice. awesome. And I think you guys are full well deserving of. You should do 10 days of partying. For the uh, ten days thing, noted. 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 It's an idea. And I think the movie days. night is a. Yeah, that's an idea yeah, that would work. Yeah, I definitely have really always good. wanted to do yeah. movie nights, and I think it really is just a matter of having it set up so that it's just easy to do. Like, you know, God, I'd love to be able to have a section of the shop that we had, like, you know, love seat couch, little kind of like lounge area For where sure. you have the screen already kind of up and the, you know, and the projector already set so that all you have to do is literally They got these mini projectors? I, I almost got? bought one on Amazon the other day. There oh, Ami has one. It was pretty sick. We've used it before. It's pretty yeah. epic. They're trying to sell yeah. me one. So you're right. There's, there's the, you know, all it takes is a little effort. And I think we can get and a couple of dollars. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, we, cool. So yeah, look forward to that. Going on. Uh, awesome. What else we got going on? This week, Brad. Oh, that's yes. There it is. I don't know if anyone's seen it. Here we the, go. And um, apparently, uh, hopefully, we can go ahead and boost their followership. Uh, Great. But there, that's what I need. There is, there is, what was the name of the company again? Because I'm totally missing out on All this. All right. So, was, uh, Bradley had a photo shoot earlier uh, in the week. I was in a photo shoot. <laughs> Alex Montero <laughs> snapped some pictures, uh, as he always does, of the beach and what's going on. Definitely I happened both. to be exiting the water. These were not it was 
I wish, I wish, I, you know, actually, yeah, I can might, might be able to get a modeling gig if I did. Yeah, yeah I know how nice. to do that on demand. Right. So Every if, time. You just need, to take, me, you just need thing, to take me just, surfing. I, I, can we I, see the hair flip? I, I found uh, it. I found it. So if you go to Instagram and you go to hot underscore surfers underscore daily, you will find as their latest post when Bradley Frank Wells. Well, if it's daily, how many? I mean, how many days have been since? Well, I'm not, I, they have yeah, slacking on it daily. Right, you're right. You're right. Uh, or maybe they're just so, letting it roll. So you have one Bradley Frank Wells that is on there as the flavor of the day, two days ago. And uh, I'm so putting, how do you feel? I mean, I'm putting it on my LinkedIn. <laughs> I, I'm going to start charging my clients more money. Uh, yeah, you guys. I mean, you, do you, you didn't know that was going to happen, you know, when you signed up for consulting services. Yeah. <laughs> do you feel exploited a little bit? I mean, how do you feel? Are you, are you, uh, I think it's hysterical. Flattered? It is flattering. It is definitely flattering. How I think the, it's how's, how's the responses been? The responses have been mostly from my friends roasting. Right. Uh, that is a roasting moment for sure. My mom. Thinks, like I almost roasted you on uh, on Montero's. Uh, you should. I uh, mean, whatever. it's I was like, I'm gonna, you know, it I'm is roast, roast worthy it, material. Live in it. Roast worthy material. And then I saw it on that. And I'm like, no need to roast. It's getting roasted on its own. Yeah. Nothing it, but guys answering. It's true. <laughs> yeah. You're hot. Okay. Thanks, Bob. <laughs> Love you too, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> And mom. So, right. and mom. Mom, you know, mom, mom enjoyed thank it. thank you. Oh, Bradley, you're so cute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. If you want to go ahead and get a good Montero photo. Montero knows how to take a good photo. How many friends has mom shown that to already? Uh, right? yeah, oh, that's a no. This is my yeah. son. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, to like, to like you mom. know, friends, daughters, and stuff like mm -hmm. that. My yes, colleagues my have son. turned yeah. that picture yeah. into memes immediately for work purposes. Oh, yeah. It's going around inside the company. It's great. Yeah, yeah, I could just see the hair flip part yeah. or something like that. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. selling software now with that photo. <laughs> nice. It's, it's pretty impressive. Nice work, Emily. Uh, uh, thank you, Alex Montero. Yes. If you, uh, you want to see some good quality shots, definitely follow him at Many Beaches on Instagram. I will he's say, got, all right, I'll say this, though. He's got some great, mm -hmm. It's a good picture. Yeah. Uh, aside, yeah. aside the, That's the, the whole thing. Is like, 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 it's people, like, look, people take that as like this whole, like, Dude, I'm I'd be stoked. I mean, right. like, it's a know? good picture because he's good at doing right. that. He's yes. got this really. He found the knack, man. He was like meant to do this. Yeah, it's really. He's got this weird touch with the camera. He just kind of picked it up and he wanted. He, he, something you know pulled him towards that yep. direction mm -hmm. gravitated he was inspired by a couple friends of his that, mm -hmm. are, uh, that have been photographers and he's like you know let me just check it he's, out he's, he has a good he's been really humble about, yeah. about the whole thing since the day one like really appreciating the craft mm -hmm. and learning like some people get like really big and they're like ah, ah you yeah. know this yeah, yeah. no he's got an eye for it man he's open. got an eye it's yeah, definitely and, and mm -hmm. it's not just like the eye so much it's he's really good at interacting with people yep mm -hmm. like so Half the time he takes these pictures, I don't see him, you right, know? Right. And then when I do see him, he somehow, like, disarms you to the point where you're just like, all right, fine. Like, right. Whatever, and you're, and then whatever you're, you're doing, yeah. like, I Hot can't stop you from hitting the trigger yeah. on that camera. So, like, I'm just going so to I'm gonna go back to doing whatever I was doing. <laughs> like, taking all this water out of my hair for the third time. <laughs> Did you get it that time? Fourth time? Yeah. I know the light's low. Fifth time? Yeah. Sixth time? Hold on, hold on. My neck's getting tired. <laughs> I'm not getting paid nearly enough zero dollars for this. So Brad is a part-time model, and uh, we may not be able to see him because we'll be getting booked on gigs now, apparently. So. All right. So here's something kind of funny about that. Shut up. You no. did not. Somebody come no, out. No, no. Oh. Jovan got uh, and uh, no. Brandon got that modeling gig that one time. 
Right. Right. That's right. Through so, here. Was it through here? I don't know. Through. Uh, yeah, he was here, sitting here, and someone right. like came in to like ask for sunblock, for, and they were like, right. "Hey, wait." They were doing the Coca-Cola commercial. I like, can like you that. just take your shirt off and stand there for a little while? Nice. You know, Twenty years mm. in the biz, no one asked me that. I mean, I get it. Mm. I see what my shirt I look like with my shirt off. I get it. <laughs> All right, but so come on, ask me. Jeez. It's a whole thing I now, feel though. Better. Dave Wan uh, from Unsound up in New York. He's a model. There's someone was just like, "Yo, uh, that whole thing with you just doing what you do there." Like, yeah, we'll buy that. And he's like, "Oh, I didn't know that was like a thing that I could do." Ryan Heaviside up at Nomad Surf Shop. Same thing, right? Mm. Kills it as a model. There's uh, what's Miles his- Lauren and stuff like that, and like like campaign ads and just kills it. I mean, he's. Dapper looking guy, you know, he's, but I so, just like, like, you know, I'm kind of out of my realm here. I mean, a surf shop I, owner, you a, have to be a model as well. Like, I'm such so much pressure right now. Like, so I, 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 look, I just have to keep the lights on. I look I at it. Look good. Jeez. Come on. You know how to put the whole outfits together exactly. here. You know, yeah. you got the whole look going. That's what I got the mustache for. See, exactly. it takes away yeah. for it's a diversion. <laughs> <laughs> but it's part of the whole Caleb, thing. You know what I'm talking I about. Know. But it's, <laughs> all, but it's a whole it. thing. It's a whole thing. It's a whole right, thing. It's a whole kit. Don't uh, look anywhere else. Yeah, actually, speaking of the whole kit, stick to the Caleb and I were talking, right, next Surf Expo, we're going to go up there and we're going to talk about this whole kit. And, uh, pitch, the, pitch, what, the Surf Expo kit? Yeah, we're going we're to pitch the people on uh, what we can do for their brands. I think we can do it. Where you'll be modeling shorts <laughs> yes. and yeah. like various me, other clothing. These three guys. And I'll be modeling, like, uh, you know, hair product or something. Right. Mustache product. Wax. Mustache wax. Right, right. That's there fine. I mean, I grew up out of Caleb, Caleb will be promoting, like, flights to Norway. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, there was that Scandinavian <laughs> apparel, but, oh, we need to talk to them. Let's get a wear flannel shirts for money. You're a stand-in. Yes. You are, like, you Not just, even yes. for money. I'll wear them because it's cold. Is one of surf shot? Because I got you. <laughs> That's All right, so uh, uh, other weekly that, happenings. Uh, this, I believe, this Saturday, it, uh, the BSR Cable Park in Waco, Texas, uh-huh. is holding uh, Stab Magazine's Stab High Surf Contest, which is pretty much just an aerial performance of some of the top aerialists in the world at that new wave pool that people so, have been nice. kind This of whole thing yeah. is, is like, I think, a big shift in surfing. For me, it's really awesome to see the it The fact that they're having a contest specific on just... Uh, like one move, so to speak, like the one move wonder. I mean, on many different levels, I think this is really interesting. Like one, uh, there's like this weird dynamic that we've talked about in previous episodes about like wave pools. You've got Kelly's wave pool, which is supposed to be like invite only, only certain people get a chance to go. If you want to go surf it, you got to pay some like extremely exorbitant amount of money, yada, yada, yada. Mm. The BSR park is like, uh, we got a lazy river. You can bring your own beers. Right. Uh, nice. We rent coolers like for four and a half bucks. Right. They got, uh, they got slides. We got they a got super things. slide, and you can chill on the beach with right. like a, a, a tent or whatever. Right. I guess, like, I guess. That's crazy. I it's like it, a whole other spectrum. Right. I guess you have to come at it from an uh, investor's perspective and an ROI or return on your investment for those that don't know that. Uh, in the biz. Just in case. Mm. Just in case. Um, Dropping knowledge. And, right out there for and the kids. Because there's exactly that. Like, you, you know, you, you got to offer a little bit more. 
to get people to go ahead and do other than just the wave park and stuff like that. Right. Be able yeah. to kind of yeah. have things turn over a little bit. So. Right. So they are actually the biggest cable park in the country. Wow. Yeah, for wakeboarding and stuff like that. So it's it's huge for for that whole scene. Well, I mean, the benefit for them out in Waco is that they have a lot of land out there that nobody's doing anything. Big time. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. the whoa, the, whoa, so there's whoa. no. They do a lot of stuff with the land out there in Texas. Oh yeah. Yeah, you got pasture land. You got ag land. You got land with tumbleweed on it. You got I stand oil corrected. land. I stand corrected. They are not doing anything out there. <laughs> I mean. Well, nothing. Okay, within as a surfer as well. I mean, okay, you know yeah, what? As from a, a surfer's perspective, that, I'll give you that. As most of Texas. As a developer, they have it real easy to be able to do things because they don't have people saying, no, you can't do that. Stand up mm. for Texas there a little bit. I don't know why. Sorry. I know. You're right. Keep moving. Deep in the heart of Texas. Uh, <laughs> but past that, yeah. So the, the competitions this Saturday, I I got I totally spaced on looking at what time. Yeah, that I don't was know. At. But, um, but the, the the thing that they have there that I just found out today that it's been an interesting point of topic is that they'll be charging pay per view to watch it. They'll Wild. be charging to watch it, which is different because typically for all the surf contests that we got to see, it's free. You kind of just chime yeah, in yeah. and stuff like that, and and most have figured that viewership or the amount of viewership would constitute on the you know the ad dollars and sponsorships that you're able to get out of mm. it so that allows to be, to be free so you know from what i was reading it looks like stab had dropped a good half a million dollars on the whole process between prize purse and flying everybody out from commentators to surfers to everything else as well as putting them up and it's not cheap you know yeah um and they're looking to kind of just squeeze a couple dollars out of it and see i'm i'm, I'm guessing it's it, for me. It's like it's got to be a, a some sort of gauge to see if there's an interest out there for the masses to be able to pay for something like that. Because some of the examples that they had was like, hey, as, as Kelly had put it, there's a couple UFC there's UFC fights out there that are free, and there's UFC fights out there that are pay per view for some That's of the right. top talent and stuff. Right. And the people that are really into it will pay for it to watch it because they 100%. really appreciate the sport, mm -hmm. and that's a way of supporting the sport in that sense and allowing for that to continue. Granted, you do, you do stuff like that. You're not going to get advertising in it, so you have to watch it all the way straight through. So there is No, that. that's not true. They'll probably still have advertising in it. I think they have within. They'll, they'll keep it in-house and advertising. I mean, that's what cable used to be, right? right? Why do you get cable? Well, gosh, this is like really old-school kind of stuff. Is but this like, the cable where you press the button, stuff yeah, like that, on uh, the actual yeah. model? Yeah, so cable used to be. There was no For the young kids. Commercials, right. so that's why you watch cable. That's what you paid for. Mm -hmm. And then... Commercials crept into cable too, so there's gonna be like TV timeouts right. and all that. Well, kind of stuff their TV this. timeouts that they had pegged were gonna be highlights of other uh, staff really? videos that they did and stuff like that to promote some of the videos they've done and, and, and go back into that. So that was kind of what I read in regards to what that. their That's cool. timeout advertising is gonna be. So. So what they, are your thoughts? I mean, uh, so as far I'm as guessing that they have that to, they that didn't that, sell any advertising. Probably not. <laughs> Um, but you I know. also think that uh, so from like a branding perspective, uh, you have kind of like a branding leader, which has been the Surf Ranch, Kelly Slater, now WSL Pool. Uh, they've been kind of going out and doing everything first. Right. And then WSL, right after they did uh, the first contest, uh, w, uh, the Wave Park. Uh, BSR, sorry, did another like whole campaign right. at, at almost the same exact time. Right, it was during the Founders Cup. Right, during the Founders Cup. 
and I sent the, the marketing people all that I could find messages from the BSR cable park, and I was like, you guys, that was, that was impressive. It was brilliant. That was a really good move. I'm really happy to see you guys doing this. And it has been like this, like, there's these people doing this, and we're doing this. And this sort of pay for view, it doesn't fit right. in that model so much. I understand like you want to prove that there's a model here for business purposes, yada, yada, yada. I think if they had like a little bit more investment into it and they said like, yo, we're going to do this free to the people. Right. Let's find the money elsewhere mm. that it's going to like launch. So you're not launch. digging it. You're not digging it. No, because I, mean, I'll, I will say I that my initial my initial reaction was just like on move. exactly that they were brilliant all the way up until this point and really kind of hyped the place up and then all of a sudden it was like to find out that like oh you're hyping up for this contest sweet you put all these people together and you're like oh but you got to pay and, and granted ten box it's really not a lot I mean you know I wouldn't doubt that this is like, how right do you now. think it's going to end up when they come to Florida? No, what I think is going to happen with this one actually before that I think that they'll probably wind up saying forget it it's free. Before it even starts, because they won't have enough people that are pre-watching or this, actually pre, it's really, pre-booking it. Have you guys ever seen the documentary on Woodstock? It's a good Which one. one. Yeah. The, the original the double double VHS. <laughs> Caleb's like, I saw that was on Wikipedia. Yeah. Keegan's like, I don't even know what that is. What's VHS stand for? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I, I was not I was Keegan would be like, what's yeah, so Anyways. in that they have um, the guys that uh, organized that whole event and somewhere kind of very early on in like the crisis of what became like that With whole the event. With people coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They there was really no pre- early on, back then, they go, it's free. You know, like, like we can't get on the radio and say everyone is free, but we are not collecting tickets it's a security issue right i was yeah. just gonna say i don't think they have the ability yeah, to be able to go ahead and way control. better and like we're not gonna be able to make the money back it's a loss like let's just have a good time and not have anyone die yeah. which turned out to be like the most massive cultural mm-hmm. event you know maybe of and so i think stab kind of had the opportunity to do something along those lines and maybe they do again which is just like you guys went against the grain. You're doing a surf thing that's unlike what anything. It's like it's like going punk rock and then being like, yeah, but it's uh, thirty-two dollars the door and half that goes to Ticketmaster. You're like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, that's not very. No, like at all. you yeah. totally had me yeah. going with the chain yeah. wallet and like right. the shit kickers, and then you <laughs> you charge me thirty-two bucks, mm-hmm. sixteen of which goes to Ticketmaster. Mm-hmm. What are you crazy? You blew it. You know, it's like it's off brand. It doesn't make sense. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, I don't disagree with the idea that they should make a buck from it. It's right. it's cool as hell that they're doing it. Just like every punk band, like they're touring, they got to make money. You got to pay the admission to go see it. Sure. But the model works a little different these days, it seems. And so this goes against that. So I don't know. I mean, I'll probably pay the bunny. Uh, you know what? If, what you, about if, you, if you'll chip in five bucks, I'll chip in five bucks. We'll play it here. We can just kind of watch it here. It's a Saturday. It's a Saturday. Yeah, but swing by. But, uh, oh, wait. There's also one more thing, and then I was about to segue into forecast and report. Sure. Kiss by God. Yes. Mm. It's out on iTunes. Uh, it's Andy Irons film. Yeah. And this it is, is I've had, like, a resurgence of kind of, like, memories about that thing and some other people contacting me, and, like, holy cow, that is a powerful movie. 
It's supposed yeah. to be heavy, heavy. Oh, I haven't I seen it, it yet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you got to check it out. It'll yeah, yeah. It for sure. It, like, yeah. People are watching it now and sending me like comments, and I'm like, oh, God. I'm not, I'm like the middle of my work day. I can't handle like this level of, no, this is too deep for right yeah, now. Yeah, it's pretty heavy. It was a, it was an intense, it was an intense movie. Mm. And uh, it's, yeah, it's my, great though, because it brings uh, to light, I think, what people well, can be going through. Even if they look like everything's going great and everything's going like the human side of what's behind the scenes, right? Which and, is and great and to see. That, it's, it's great it's to see. Also, the um, you know, the problem that happens with stardom, you know, yeah. that you have so many yes mm -hmm. people around you, yeah, people that are just catering to whatever it is that you want, and that's dangerous. We 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 shouldn't get everything we we just want out of wanting and stuff like that because right. there's some things that you just shouldn't have. Yeah. Or that you should work a little bit harder to, or or just shouldn't have. And you know, same thing happened with Michael Jackson and, and yep. you know, and, and prescription drugs and, mm -hmm. and a bunch of famous artists and stuff like that. And that a lot of those people that are that way also have like these psychological underlying issues right. that kind of yeah. pre uh, supposes all these things right. that happen. So it's like, oh man. Right. This guy had no chance. Like, what human could possibly withstand mm -hmm. all that? You know, like, knowing what you know, hindsight. Right. Looking at that movie, you're like, the poor guy. You know, like, right. he was... And, and that, but that he would be in a, But at situation. the same time, he was in a position that he knew, and he just didn't want to be... He didn't want to deal with those, so he kind of found other ways of dealing with it. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of how people dealt with him, was just like... Well, we'd rather him be happy, Andy. And if that means just allowing him to kind of do the things that he was doing, right. that's no bueno for him. Then it is what, you know, hey, he's a basic well, grown man. Well, think of all the people that are on the gravy train, right? right. They don't want the train to stop. And that's, so they're and not, that's one that's of the biggest true, things They're not going to well pull him to the side and go, dude, right. what the fuck are you doing? Right. I mean, they're right. not going to do that. No. They're just going to let it about, It's like happen. all the rails are greased. And it's, everyone is uh, incentivized to do the wrong thing. Mm -hmm. And I think that's, that happens like a lot in, in economic situations. Mm -hmm. You look at like the mortgage crisis and stuff. It's like everyone's incentivized to do the wrong thing. Yeah. In this case, I don't think they're like incentivized to do the wrong thing. They're just ill-prepared to handle the realities of the situations that they're being dealt with. Right. No one's got the clinical background no. to go and handle that. They're just... And even just the money. Like right. look at uh, what happened to Clay Marzo and stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, was it Clay Marzo? Yeah, that one. I think so. They got robbed of like all his, uh, all of, like he made all his money, and then was just being robbed by his bookkeeper the whole really? time. Really, I didn't know that. Yeah, it was like this just god awful situation. Mm -hmm. You're just like this poor kid, you know, like he's doing his hardest, just like keep his shit together, right. to maintain like a normal semblance of what we would consider like right. a life. And, and for those that don't know, Clay Marzo is on the autism uh, mm -hmm. spectrum. Yep. Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, he's, but it's, it's what's made him such a talented surfer. Right. You know, we all uh, have our gifts, right. you know, and right. we all have our deficiencies. Right. It just so happens that, you know, like doing bookkeeping wasn't like a high on his like list of I do this stuff good. And I can second that motion. It's not on my No, it's, it's, <laughs> it's <laughs> boring and most people hate it, you know? And so, loathe it. unfortunately, like uh, people get kind of thrown into situations sometimes yeah. that, plays to their strengths and deficiencies in shitty ways. Yeah. And I think uh, Kiss by God is one of those movies that just shows it on like a very human, like, it's not a surfing movie. No. no Which is but good. It, but it's Which a, is good. Right, That's good. Right. right you know, right. so it, the community it, sees this side right, of, right. of the other side of the reality, you know? I'll tell you this, yeah. though. I walked into that theater and I saw all these guys that are all like 
the guys that go surfing, bro, what's up, bro, 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 bro. And then, like, in the first minute and a half. They're crying. Everyone's like. Like, can't even, like. Right off the bat. Right off the bat, they start with, I just got chicken skin talking about it. It was like, right off the bat, they have Bruce Irons, his brother goes. I'm Bruce Irons, and then all of a sudden he just starts to break down, and I'm getting chatted. Yeah, I know. I was like, all of a sudden I was just like, oh God, this is gonna be one of those, huh? It was I can't so, handle it. Yeah. It was it was heavy, and then everything from his son Axel at the end, and yeah. there was a picture of uh, of Andy over at Sunset, I think elementary school. Uh, they had a big like little mural on there, and his and just at the end, his son coming up and just touching, and I was just like. Wow, heavy. <laughs> I was yeah. like, not to give too much away. I but mean, that's it was just, just nothing. That's just like that's just right. like little, that's like the vignettes little that they give in the beginning like and the end, yeah. just to like kind of reflect on. If you get a chance, definitely check it out on iTunes. It, it it's one to definitely watch, and it really opens your eyes on not just um, some of the the darker sides of of, mm-hmm. of surfing that you know that that's been like that for life. a little while, but as well as life and 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 that's it's applicable to just about it. And I think just like having more compassion for right. people that maybe going through these things that you yeah. don't right. see right. you know you just like you look at a guy like any irons you're like yo world champion yeah. guy is balls to the wall will serve yeah. anything so courageous yeah. and then you watch Sometimes this movie you forget he's a human being right yeah he's a he's human, just a human being. being and then you watch him like yeah in bed yeah on a Bender, you know, and what'll and be like, good Whoa. is how many other people in the community are now willing to like come forward and go, Hey man, I think I need to talk to right. somebody. And, about and this. I think that's, that was you know? one of the bigger highlighted points of that. And, and we had talked about that right after that show, as well as when, um, you know, Anthony Bourdain had passed away because mm. it was, it was talking about the mental health side of things. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it was the things, whether it's depression, uh, whether things life just, you know, fuck it tough, you know, yeah. and sometimes it just gets you in a vice grip and, and it's hard to kind of find a way out and yeah. not everyone's open to talking to people. Not everyone's yeah. as easy to go ahead and just release that. And that builds up in you, you know, and, and sure. I think it's, it's upon all of us to be able to create an atmosphere that makes it a little bit easier and open for others to be like, you know what? That looks yeah. like somebody I could relate to. That looks sure. like somebody I can open with. And, all it takes is a smile. Mm-hmm. Sometimes just a pat on the back or like a hug. That's it. Like a hug. That's like it, yeah. this, like, like, like that connection, that mm-hmm. energy that you share with someone is so much, so primal and so next level that words don't even describe it. And that's what you want. You want to sure. give someone the kind of hug where they, they're like, wow, that just transferred some serious energy. And I kind of feel a little bit better. 100%. I might be open 100%. to talking to you now. I've had that with, with people where like you just give them a hug and all of a sudden they're just like lay it all out. You're well, like, since wow. we're being open and honest, I got to pee. Can I pee on the podcast? <laughs> well, or don't what? pee on the broadcast. I prefer you, you didn't make, pee on the podcast. Be right back. <laughs> you can take a bathroom break. Oh, man. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we will not follow the stab model of advertising. <laughs> and uh, we will go ahead and cut to a short commercial. Uh, <laughs> Start dancing and stuff like that. I was gonna say that's what we need to do. We gotta get sock puppets. We gotta just like all of a sudden like a little commercial break and, like, <gasps> and just kind of just like well, yeah. <laughs> and just create little sock puppets and be like yeah, it'd be like a little it's side. Not show. the first time we've talked s- about this, by the way. Really? Dude, sock? Are so, you kidding? Yeah, on the show? Yeah, I think we did. Yeah. Oh. It was the swim week episode. Oh yeah. Uh, yes, that's right. Yeah, and they had taken it to the next level. We had a whole new podcast based on sock buckets. It was, it was, it was, it was been kind of fun though. I mean, like, think about it. Be able to have your own sock puppet, like your own sock puppet. And you could right now. So socks. then you can talk to yourself without looking crazy. I, well, you always look crazy, but. <laughs> 
As long as it, well, you know, there is that whole dialogue thing. I guess it kind of makes it a little nutty. But, um, but yeah. Hey, so, so that competition starts at 12.30 Central Time. Oh, Central nice. Time says 2.30 Art Time, I believe. Central's only an hour off. That'd be 1.30 Art Time. Stand correct. And it's going to, you're going to play it in here? Yeah. yeah, I think you get round Come one for shop. free. Huh? Round oh. one, right? Round one for free, and then you pay for the subsequent round. Oh, there you go. Eight ninety nine if you buy it now. What'd you say? It goes up day of. The day of. All right. So. If you're listening to this, there's a solid chance it's already over. <laughs> but if you're listening to this before right. Saturday, if come by ca- the shop. It'll probably be on the screen. If you're catching this live. <laughs> uh, let's get the report and forecast. There. I think we can just jump right we into the report. Jump right into the report. Report. Was, you know, those things just look good. Sound like hiding, you just like fixed the shower curtain. Hiding behind Bradley, I was just like, those things look good. Like uh, report this week. Oh, there's been no last waves down here weekend, this week. Since the last time we recorded, there was oh, yeah, waves. Yeah. yeah, I just forgot that it was not Thursday, and then I've been working really hard all week, and yeah, and aside, I uh, didn't I, surf at all. I, sur- oh, I lacked surf, it out. I surfed right. none of it. Oh wait, so we're gonna recap. No, we we already recapped the fact that yeah. you did not surf yeah. any of that swell last nope. week, with Billy. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, what we're happened? Like rehashing old bad memories. No, this is this Man. is an interesting uh, thing about earning uh, owning a surf shop that I've realized. You surf less. You surf less. Yeah, yeah. It is like the crappiest paradox. Yeah, hundred percent. I can relate, actually. Right. Yeah, Ugh. I can relate. So, I used to surf a hell of a lot more when I was actually sitting in the lifeguard tower. And now that I'm a lieutenant and I'm stuck in the truck, I can't even tell you the last time right, I surfed. Because you can go and switch things uh, off with the, uh, with the guy sitting yeah. in the tower. Like, oh, someone come cover me. I'm going to go surf. Blah, yeah, blah, blah, exactly. Yeah. And, and technically, crazy. that's kind of part of your... Uh, don't, don't you guys get certain time set aside? Just we do. Specifically yeah. mm-hmm. For, mm-hmm. All right, we're going to tap into all of that relatively soon. Bradley, this is the reporting <laughs> forecast. Let's uh, get some forecasting going. So, report has been uh, pretty much crappy and flat. Yeah, this I was going to say that report mm. forecast looks empty right there. <laughs> uh, oh, it's always like that every week. It's, it's empty because that's what we're expecting. No, that's not what we're expecting. Forecast is looking good for Upcoast. Uh, really, Saturday through maybe the next five days after. What do we attribute mm. to this, too? Oh, so you remember our friend Florence? Yes. Wasn't so kind to us down here. Definitely not so kind to the folks in Carolinas. Definitely not. And coming back out of the ocean. What? Oh, yeah. yeah, that's what's happening. She's not dead? No. I mean, weather never dies. It just keeps moving around and changing. Yeah, that's a quote. Yeah, I was going to say yeah. that's, that's a quote. That's a quote. I'm like Mark Dead in the yeah, timeline. Emily, uh, 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 Emily, I'm starting, trademark, I'm starting another book, and you're going to have to start keeping track of these quotes. I have a, I'm writing a business book. Weather never dies. It just. I'm going to start writing a surf forecasting and weather on, book, maybe. We'll have to go back and listen yeah. to it. <laughs> I can't remember. It's uh, all right. I marked it. The forecast is good because of that stuff. Florence uh, came back out and is going to go up to the North Atlantic and send back a Northeast swell. It's kind of typical this time of year. Uh, what you see a lot is like a hurricane that comes up with really tropical characteristics and then will somehow get dragged up into the Northeast Atlantic uh, or North Atlantic really and bomb out. You know, It's like a lot of warm uh, tropical moisture hitting what's like the beginning of the winter kind right. of cold, mm-hmm. dry stuff. Mm-hmm. 
and that's so does, does it does it start to recirculate again does it start yeah to build it, it started it circulate bombs again? out so like the storms that you get in the north atlantic are like almost like tropical storm or hurricane right. force Victory all winter long i mean it's insane sea conditions up there pretty much all year uh or at least all winter and so when you get uh like a tropical system that was somewhat strong to go up into conditions that are favorable for like a winter kind of storm mm -hmm. Which just gets uh, during the transition periods, like we're getting into now. Yeah, you got the chop, and so here we go. There we go. We're like cool. we're getting how into. Far, how far up do we have to go? Uh, not Treasure Coast North. Yeah, this one it, it even come into the Palm Beaches. It's got a good amount of north wow. in it. I don't know how much strength it's gonna have when it finally shows up on the buoys, but. Um, well, Sunday looks like I'm on the road. Yeah. Uh, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, maybe a little further, depending on what happens. But, but you got a modeling gig, right? Is that, that what you're talking about? Yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. I just, I, I'll, if it pays, I'll give you 20%. You're, I got an agent now. <laughs> uh, what about locally? We got anything kind of... Uh, uh, mostly, I mean, there's like a little tiny bit of wind. It's supposed to be blowing at like 10 knots or something. And so that that's like mm. really barely... What about the tropics? What are those things looking like? Uh, there's still a lot of like little areas of interest nothing looking like as strong as it was like two weeks ago or three weeks ago when we were watching everything come off africa um but like uh our friend chicky from debut.com says mm -hmm. you got to watch the end of uh cold fronts this time of year this is the time of year where you watch something come mm -hmm. down from uh canada causing some cooler weather up in the, the northern states and as it comes down the coast, you'll see something kind of where it stalls, spin off, maybe get some sort of tropical-like activity with it. Um, so, that's Have you guys cool. done any surfing in the Bahama chains? Any of the outer islands? I've surfed Abaco. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> that's a rule we can talk about. Uh, it's an island. Yeah, that's an island. It's okay to talk about, but I don't want to get any further. No spots. Uh, I don't like to talk about spots. It makes me believe them uh, there's a lot of resources out there that name so all the spots. So talk about that after the podcast. You can talk Just about like, generally stuff. I got you. I got you. Generally, got like you. if you want to talk about going to a country mm -hmm. or a region, a city, a county, that stuff's okay. Like we don't surf South Beach. We surf Miami Beach. Mm -hmm. I post every day from Miami Beach. There's waves today. Go find them. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. you got three miles of coastline. If you can't figure it out, you I know, mean, Bradley's a purist. He likes to go ahead and keep the hunt and the, the, the age of exploration. It's not even going. like the purest side. It's, I kind of do it. It's partially that. It's partially out of respect for, for people that call like that spot their home spot or whatever. But it's also because I know that like from the last episode, car surfing helps. You find spots that no one else surfs and it's going off on that day. And if you log that in your memory bank to say these conditions are happening on this mm -hmm. day and you go back next time you see those conditions, you might have some new spot that nobody knows about. Yep. So go search for yourself. Right. Yeah, so go look around. Yeah. Yeah. Go search in, for in yourself. That's the most fun part. Helping you uh, mm -hmm. build your surf knowledge. And, sort uh, of. and that surf memory bank to mm -hmm. kind of, uh, you know, it's gotta, you gotta pass torches. You gotta mm -hmm. get pass the yep. knowledge along. Yep. And, so, and even the, the, at least the process. Yep. So, you know. For the new guys. Right. It's fun. Get in right. your car, go drive around, get skunked right. like no, all of us right. have done. Right. Don't you should have been don't, on the last episode. Yeah. No one was on my side. Yeah. Don't fish <laughs> yeah. for people. Show mm -hmm. them how to fish. Mm -hmm. That's it, yeah. yeah. 
you know, if they wanted to call it catching, they would have called it catching. Right. They call it's it fishing. fishing. Well, that's interesting. Uh, before we move on to anything else, I wanted to go back into one of the weekly haps. Ah. Uh, because I was just... Mm -hmm. I was, uh, Rewind. I was just over at Division in Winwood, and I saw Dave L., Dave Lavernia. Oh, yeah. Who, What's uh, he doing there? Mm -hmm. artwork right there behind us. Uh, he was meeting nice. up with me because he's looking to probably do a little... Uh, well, I probably won't say. You know what? Because it might... It, it, it might oh, I know what's happening here. You're about to like, tell more stuff than you're supposed to. About right. Really I happening. just totally stopped myself. That was impressive. But you know, we were talking about an art uh, project to do together during Basel. And, uh, and, and so that's going to be pretty cool when we put that together. But aside that, he's doing, he's doing um, uh, some artwork over at the uh, Surfing Museum up in Palm Beach. Remember he told oh, right. us about yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. he wanted to see if maybe cool. we'd do our podcast out of there next weekend. Oh, that'd be cool. On Saturday. And so that we might do our show if you guys are open to it on Saturday up there. I love this. This is like a new way of like Chris... Passing ideas that we're not we're not so we'll just sure. Decide on the show yes. what we're doing next week. <laughs> this is good. There's a lot more excitement involved. This is, this is like, good. You, know, you get raw like you know emotions out of the whole thing. You're like, oh, is he put me on the. You know? This is like so, this is like a, like when you're in a couple and you're like, honey, we're gonna go to the Joneses barbecue next weekend, right? Joneses, you love love when we come there. You're just like, ah, uh, well, ah, uh, shit, and you're gonna make yeah. the thing that you always yeah. make, right, Sean? You love it, yeah, and ah. Uh, exactly. uh, yeah. I, oh, I guess so. <laughs> sure, babe. Sounds, sounds sure. good. Sure, babe. Sure, babe. So, uh, yeah, we just had a sure, babe moment there. There so. you go. So, uh, well, there, well, there is that. Uh, Dave's got to confirm that it's going to happen next Saturday. But sure, uh, babe. our podcast might be coming out of Palm Beach. Nice. And uh, at the surfing museum up there. I want to take the place out, yeah, actually. Yeah, it seems like that would be pretty cool. All right, please continue with your show. <laughs> Uh, else? Where are we going? All right, we're out of here. Remember, you guys were like, "Give me that new car." Just right. <laughs> talk, talk about that real quick. Uh, all right, let's roll into our topics. We we got Sean right. here. Yeah, Sean has uh, has lived on Miami Beach for the last forty years. Uh, yes, been or Miami forty years. Miami Beach. The yep. beach forty years. Born in Canada, living in Miami for the last forty years. There it is. Uh, well, to uh, be specific, forty-four years. There we go. That's yeah. pretty. That's pretty decent. Been lifeguarding for the last twenty years here on Miami Beach. Here on Miami Beach, lifeguard. You are a lieutenant now. I am a lieutenant. Uh, yes. How long have you been a LT? Um, going on my fourth year. Nice. Congratulations. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. awesome. You like it? I love it. I love it. I'm out of Even the sun. I'm in the truck. Right. I don't have to do rescues anymore unless right. it gets really nasty. Well, right. let me just say something about this. Lifeguarding in Miami Beach is no easy task. No. All right. Uh, what you guys do is nothing short of heroic. I want to say it right there, like on the record, because I watch you guys what you do all day long. Thank you. And it is, I mean, it's insanity. I can't imagine a place that could be any harder to deal with than a place like Miami Beach. A lot of people might not know, but statistically, because we have to log all this stuff, we actually lead the nation in number of rescues. Wow. I do so not doubt more, it. Yeah, this is what I'm talking about. Here. Yeah, it's incredible. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. That's pretty. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. And and I mean, and even just in the concentration of how much people there are between Fifth Street and Fifteenth Street, which is the main area of Miami right. Beach that everyone mm -hmm. kind of goes to, the touristy area, like. You've seen weekends of Memorial Day and Labor Day or Craziness. just holiday weekends mm -hmm. or even during the summer on any given yeah. day or on the weekends especially. Like, 
it's hard to even see through or maneuver through people on the sand. Yeah. And then you go <laughs> ahead and see that go into the water because obviously the water is mellow in the summer and whatnot. Or, just, so. or add like a little tropical storm offshore with a 15 mile per hour east southeast wind swell yeah. with just enough right. rip. To get anything, off the anything out of the east over ten miles an hour is a nightmare. Right. That's a nightmare for lifeguards. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's insane. Uh, would you guys say that you've had a, a, a good amount of help with? Because there's always that, um, you know, within the city, like for example, kiteboarding and stuff like that. Mm. Um, you know, the city is kind of restricted where their accesses are at, but then kiteboarders would be like, "Well, we're we're another eyes and pair of hands and rescue help." out in the water to kind of help. I know that surfers, you've had it yourself, and I've mm -hmm. had instances myself of helping people in rips yeah. and whatnot. I oh, mean, 100%. So yeah. are, are you big fans the of? The locals are a tremendous help to the lifeguards. Well, I mean. How do we help you? Like, how do we help you better? Because sometimes well, I you feel guys like we don't know what to do. spot rescues. I mean, because there's so many people in the water on Miami Beach. You guys know. I right. mean, there's thousands of people in the water uh -huh. on any given day. We can't see everything. That's just the reality. And you guys help us spot things. You guys help us rescue people on, on boards, just, you know, pointing something out to us that we can't see because there's right. just too many people. I mean, yeah, I, I just can't say enough about the locals. I mean, you know, we get a tremendous amount of help and support. Yeah, I know as a surf shop owner, and we do rentals out of here, both paddle boards and surfboards and whatnot, and I know within when there's days of surfing, I know that, you know, myself and the, and the team here let people know where to go, where mm -hmm. not to go. You know, obviously, it's like, all right, well, if you're a newbie, wherever you see a lot of people surfing, don't go there. Don't go there. Go exactly. somewhere else yeah. and, and mm -hmm. kind of, you know, give them some, you know, rules of the road, so to speak. I'm a big like, advocate of, like, separating people. Right. I mean, if people are surfing, I want the swimmers away from right. them. Right. You know, and, and surfers get the priority as far as I'm concerned. Right. That's the way I think right. it should be. And, and, and in Miami Beach, we have an ordinance here in regards yeah. to surfing. Mm -hmm. Hypothetically, anywhere north of 5th Street, 3rd Street to 5th Street, um, north of there is technically not allowed to do any water activity of any, right. mm -hmm. any, as far as mm -hmm. water sports. And south of there, that's our area. Right. So technically south of 5th, and that happens to be where the best surf is, mm -hmm. is um, given more designation to surfers and people that are using you know non-motorized watercrafts yep. to be able to kind of do it there so i know as a business like even with paddle boards for example even when there's just a little bit of wave and there's a lot of people i would rather not rent boards and i tell them all the time like listen lifeguards are my buddies yeah. i don't want to make the uh, i just harder. want to say one thing on that one point about uh south beach being designated that uh, that one zone it's been so ingrained for so long that at some point i thought of there's uh this program where they uh have like historic, culturally significant surf zones. And there's been this program where like different beaches around the world have been designated as such. It would be pretty cool because it's that been be that cool. yeah. for that long. Right. Yeah. And for good reason. I mean, yeah. it's a hell of a wave. Yeah. And people I'm have been not even sure here. like what's on the official Miami Beach books. Uh, at there's this point, just the ordinance that they originally yeah. created in the 60s that they updated in the 90s, which is when the that, pier used to be there. Right, right. They had, it like, goes something all the way through. Right. Yeah, we're so, talking more than 35 years ago. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The pier went down in the 80s. But the yeah. ordinance has been right, on since right. the 60s. Since the 60s, and then they updated it in the 90s and stuff like that. And they, they don't really enforce it as much because I know a, a good few years ago, the city had tried to ban like all types of water sports from surfing to kite surfing to paddle boarding north of 5th Street. Mm. And man, did they get 
like 200 people showing up to see yeah, thank all at the next yeah, yeah. at the next mm-hmm. meeting and stuff and all of a sudden they just let the city have it and the, the, I was the there, mayor yeah. and the commissioners so was I and the commissioners were all like uh, our bad. <laughs> well, we didn't realize yeah. there were that many of yeah. you out yeah. there. Well, I, there went those, I went to those yeah, internal meetings because they, they yeah. I met with Mac and mm-hmm. uh, well, it was the mayor and the city Not commissioner mm-hmm. um, and all those folks at that time because they, you know, basically the way our city works and like a lot of uh, municipalities works is there's a squeaky wheel that gets some grease. Yeah. So there was a squeaky wheel due to some sort of Miami issue, Beach. whatever the heck it was. Mm-hmm. I can't recall. Something and, happened. And it could have been like, some grandma was walking her dog and it, tripped over something, it and it was like it was a, similar a to that. It was, it was, it was it's a, something silly. It was you know, an older person, like, and what it was is that at the time there was a lot of kite surfers that were um, they go out when it's before the guards are there and after the guards are there, um, and they just they're just cruising along the shoreline. But which, they're but they're east winds or kite is easily yep. hanging out at least you know a good five meters mm-hmm. off onto the shoreline and whatnot and. You know, and it's laying low, especially if there's a decent. Well, wind. how how do you guys feel about like separating the activities? Like, what, what I, I, what's your take on? Oh that man, is a is a one that's loaded. crazy for me. Mm-hmm. Loaded, is it yeah, loaded? it's so uh, loaded. I I'm in favor of it to uh, because I think there. I mean, and, and more so because I think naturally our Miami Beach has different areas that kind of bode well for the different sports that we have 100% out there. 100% agree. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. uh, there are wider parts of the beach here in Miami yep. Beach that would allow, and emptier, that would allow for, let's say, kite surfers to be able to go ahead and set up mm-hmm. without having to stress. Um, and with parking that's close by and, you know, and allows for them to kind of do their sport. Yeah. Um, I know that a lot of kiters like to go ahead and surf on the inside for the most part, but I think more than anything else, if you know, um, if you're on a twin tip and you're kind of like looking to just go ahead and get some air and get some speed, there should be a channel that puts you out outside of where the vessel marker zone is mm-hmm. and allow, and you can go out there and do what you have to do and come back in there. I think there's got to be a little bit of regulations because when there's not any sort of guidance, then it's a free for all. And Not you know good. the kiters yeah. have done a really good job uh, in the past of regulating themselves, mm-hmm. so that anybody that was coming in that they didn't recognize or whatnot, they'd ask them questions whether or not they were IKO certified mm-hmm. or what level they were and whatnot. And and granted, the IKO certification is a is is one that is measured for a lot of kiters, but it's not necessarily a governing body that can hold sort any sort of accountability. Right. It just lets people know what sort it's of nuts. what sort of skill level that you're at. For mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. then again. To get a boat in in Florida, you don't have Easy. to have a license nothing, either. I mean, nothing, if yeah. you're older, if you're of this like our age understand. and older, you can go ahead and have no boat experience. Yeah. Buy a sixty foot boat. It's crazy. They'll give you the keys and they're like, "Have a good time. We put gas in yeah. there for you." Yeah. And you're like, "This is a freaking absolutely floating insane. torpedo," yeah. and I have no. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. You know, you're just absolutely like, absolutely yeah, yeah, America. It's serious. You're just like, oh, okay, I mm-hmm. guess that's cool. stop by the Fort Lauderdale Gun Show on the way <laughs> to the boat show, <laughs> right? So, but you know, we we see that with with the crap that goes on out in the bays and the waters as guards. You guys have a boat and have to deal with a bunch of those things and rescue. This is my whole thing. This is why I think the regulation doesn't work and i think on top well, of that enforcement the part, is the problem well and i just think it's it's a non-issue to begin with hmm. i think a lot of times people start making up a whole bunch of rules and whatever because again squeaky wheel mm-hmm. it's like some lady decided that she got frightened by a kite and it's like 
All right, really? What's the circumstances? Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I had too many coffees that day. I didn't sleep. Which is a literal right. case, by the way. That's how the tower at 26th Street on the beach got implemented. I, yeah. I, I, Lady I, I, was scared because right. a kite got right. too close to right. her. She happened to be connected See, in but, the city. But that's the city. Now well, there's a tower there, and there's all kind of regulation. They reference back onto because there's nothing on the books. There's no sort of guidance Right. But at the end of the day, it's like, are we supposed to wait till something so they, bad happens and smooth. then figure it out? That was very politically smooth, the way that all happened. Actually, I give them a lot of political kudos credits for the way they handled that. Because mm-hmm. they're like, not an issue. Put a, boot, put a tower there. Mm-hmm. Now you're not allowed to do it. Problem solved. Mm-hmm. That's it. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like, but the, the problem the rule... wasn't solved. They just kind of, Right. You know, yeah, it's just yeah. like in it's office still space. Up in the air. Like, so we, we stopped sending him his checks. We don't know the regulation. So it'll work like, itself out. It? It's like, yeah. no. You, the guy thought he's an employee, and you stopped sending him his checks. He's going right. to get mad at some See, point. The, the problem is, is with this city is, like, if you don't have some sort of guidance where there's some sort of uh, accountability that you're be able to kind of hold people to, then the city doesn't just work with people. They just cut things off altogether. Yeah. So it's one of those where yeah. it's like, all right, well, we've got to take it upon ourselves to create common sense regulations yeah. or so that good luck i well you know i mean that well i'm you know that's why i joined the marine board for the city was so yeah. that yeah. i could be a, a common sense voice of someone that actually does this and grew up here and mm-hmm. sees this mm-hmm. so that we can go ahead and make those common sense decisions versus that person that's never done it that right. just looks at it and be like well that person shouldn't do that boom yeah. done you're gone and and the problem is is once it's already decided it's so much harder to get that pulled back yeah absolutely so so it's uh, so for such a long time we haven't had anything so part of me is just like well we should probably start moving in the direction of creating a very basic guideline Mm, for mm. certain sports in regards to how they do that no as far as kiting and Uh, stuff like that no 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 i'm like full-on like libertarian for this point of this conversation no Why? rules. What do you think? What do you, th- what do you think? Right, so I come from New York. Enough said. Uh, <laughs> in New York, um, yeah. During the uh, thanks for our presence. During the time of year, oh, oh, I can I can take credit for that. Uh, if you look at uh, the way the beaches are are set up, we have. Um, Town beaches, at least in Long Island, you have like mm-hmm. uh, town and city beaches, which put a parking lot up in front of them, which means you can't access them unless you pay for parking. Okay. Right? So you can't just go to the beach for free. You got to pay to go to the beach, okay. which in Florida doesn't exist. Right. Pretty much everywhere in New York, that's more or less the case. You have to pay somehow to get on, and New Jersey as well. New Jersey, you buy a little tag, it's like a little button, mm-hmm. and you're supposed to show it to the attendant that has a gate to get onto the sand. Okay. Once you're on the sand, there's no such thing as the ocean. It is the boogie boarding ocean, the swimming ocean, the surfing ocean, uh, the ocean you're not allowed to touch with your feet because the lifeguards will whistle at you because that ocean is like lava. You're not allowed to touch it. And what happens is you have days where you get like, uh, whatever, say it's like uh, June. And in New York, uh, still cold fronts coming through. You've got a solid windswell. It'll be chest high. The wind just went offshore. It's chest high and offshore, and the water's like, you know, 60 degrees, if you're lucky. Maybe the air's 80, you know. And you're like, oh, I want to go surfing right there. Look at that peak. It's perfect. You're not allowed. Mm-hmm. No one is swimming. 
it's like Wednesday afternoon, right. and no one's gonna even like even if the, you got into the water, they'd be like up to your knees only, and you're like, oh, that peak is firing. I want to go surf that, and if you even go near the water, they're gonna whistle you out. Hmm. You can go down the beach and surf that crappy sandbar where they designated that's the surfing beach 35 years ago, and like that's the only one you're allowed to surf on during the, the it's like black ball right, in, right. in California. And it's well, so I mean, that, that's what bizarre. that's what opened up to those soft top boards from catch surf and whatnot to come around because they created the beater 54 specifically for that where it was even, like in New York these were, no. these were boards that were boogie boards. You're board not allowed material. to even like boogie where you're allowed to swim. Everything is segregated. It's, and it's super bizarre and it creates all kinds of weirdness where you're like <clears throat> standing there, like literally waiting for the lifeguard to leave the tower so you can go into the ocean hmm. at the, in the evenings. You're like, so, okay, the high tide is uh, coinciding with that one spot that we like to surf, but they don't get up until six. And the weirdest thing is that it's only between like Memorial Day and Labor Day. Wow. And sometimes- that's the summer. That's, that's, that's the, the summer. That's what they call summer. You know, it's not actually summer, but that's what they call summer. And it's, yeah, like sometimes they like they'll uh, they'll like extend it a little bit, you know, like into September, or they'll like uh, man the booth during the weekdays when it's super warm out. Mm -hmm. Like I've had full on arguments with the guys at those booths. Like, where are you the rest of the winter? Like we protect the beach the whole year. Mm -hmm. You guys come in and tax it and tell us where we can be for like three months. It's bizarre. And we know how to sort ourselves out the rest of the nine months of the year. You guys aren't even here. There's no gate. There's no booth. There's no hot cocoa. There's no showers. There's no bathroom. There's no nothing. And it works itself out. And when I came to Florida, I noticed that for the most part, that's the way it is. I was like shocked. Yeah. I was like, wait, you can swim and surf and boogie board and you don't have to like have flags and let you know where to do it and signs and like you can all just do this together. And for the most part, it kind of just works itself out. Yeah, and I like that I mean, part of it. Right. Because the moment you put regulations that, on it, argument you can't do cool like, stuff do you, that you want to do. Do you, do you try to be proactive and preemptive yes. on it to go ahead Rarely and say, in order to make sure that the powers that be that would make this decision, that, that would make this decision that maybe aren't as equipped to make this decision, we should probably try to create something to appease that in advance okay. so, yes. versus because certain places, and I know Miami Beach is very much like this, that if something bad were to happen, and knock on wood, we've been pretty fortunate, um, then all they do is pretty much just ban shit. They don't like, right. they don't That's like, right. there's no yeah. middle like, oh, no. let's look, let's work with our local community to go ahead and figure out what's no, the no. best to do this. Nope. So like that for me is an inherent fear where it's just like- That's why I'm like, don't touch anything. Don't they look at it like a lawyer. It. They look at it like a lawyer looks at it. Right. Uh, well, of course. I mean, there's liability. That's why involved. I don't I even mean, want is, it on the agenda. Keep the government out of it entirely. Yeah. Yeah. I am in the ocean. You have nothing to say here. Now, I have thought, and sorry to throw it into the bus here, but if I was to have anybody do any of the regulating, it's the ocean lifeguards. I don't want the mayor telling me what to do when there's a hurricane. Sure. Mm -hmm. I want this guy telling me what to do when there's Agreed. a hurricane. Yeah. Agreed. But it's not going to happen because I don't want them to be liable. Mm. I don't want to ever like have Sean like, 
oh, that's his neck on the line. He let me go surfing right. because the hurricane was coming through. It was offshore and pumping eight foot. Right. But then I, 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 yeah, I lost my board and get sucked out to sea. And then, Coast you know, sure. Coast Coast but the lifeguards should be professional enough to know. We're, I mean, we're you, trained to know the hazards, right? And who is capable of what just by looking at the individual. So we should be able to determine. In Hawaii, that works. We see how that guy's paddling. He's got his board across his chest this way, and he's kicking. (laughs) It's not paddling. Get that guy out of here. That guy can't surf. You know. Right, but I don't. But the other guy. I don't want to give you that responsibility. And I definitely don't want. Do you guys take that employer. kind of responsibility on yourselves? I mean, do you personally, guys, I they, mean, we, personally yeah. they probably do. And if you fucked it up, you probably yeah. wouldn't sleep well. But I don't want your job depending on it. Gotcha. I think that's yeah. not a. That's not fair. Gotcha. You know, yeah. I would love it if you yeah. if it, if like there was anybody to make a call. Mm-hmm. It's you I want making it. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to give you the. Responsibility. Did you guys hear about that crazy thing? I think it was like six months ago that the Hawaii guards went through. They yeah. were going through like a court battle that yeah, the, they were putting the responsibility of somebody drowning. Uh-huh. Um, I forget the how the story it went, but thing. it was like on the lifeguard. So if somebody drowned, it was their fault. But. It could have been, have you guys ever been to Hawaii? Yes. Okay, so you know how, like, you can go to a beach, and you look around, and you're like, wow. There's no guard. That wave can kill me. Where are the lifeguards? There's no lifeguards, right? But there might be one a mile down there, right? So really odd how that would work out. I didn't really understand the whole thing. It was yeah, they've been very having strange. Some, the Hawaiians have been having some challenges over there with, mm-hmm. uh, with the government, nonetheless, and just how oh, things are kind of going here and there. Mm-hmm. But It's a very weird kind yeah. of thing. Very strange, yeah. But every area has its own challenges and, mm. and, and, and unique dynamics. Mm. You know, we, being such a tourist-driven town, mm. have, for you guys, a lot to have to worry about. I mean, you have 88 blocks from zero, from South Point all the way to 88th yeah. Street yep, to have to oversee. And there's, like, a bunch of, you know, empty areas, like your 53rd Street areas mm-hmm. and whatnot, and 55th, that's got those little areas of mm-hmm. blankness and... Yep. Um, that I know can can sometimes be challenging as uh, if you were just kind of going out there and float and whatnot. So you guys have a hard job. It's yeah. not easy for sure. Like it's mentally taxing. I'm sure. I, and you guys are sitting in that box. And emotionally taxing. You guys are sitting in that box for like 10, 12 hours a day, 12 hour 10 shifts, hours, yeah. 10, mm-hmm. 12 hours. Mm-hmm. So that's hard, you know? And that's just like on an easy day when you're sitting there, like if it's like raining in March and no one's at the beach. Oh, those are the best days. Right. That's yeah. great. You know, you're just like watching tarpon kind of rolling yep. <laughs> and whatever. Oh, that was a flying fish. Crazy. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen one of those in six months. Right. Whatever. But it's like the crazy weekends when it's like 300,000 people, literally 300,000 people mm-hmm. coming into the beach just like south of Fifth. It's got to create such anxiety. It does. Bit. I mean, I, 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 does it still like it being does. such a veteran and kind of do this for a long time? Well, when, for, when those for me, days come into I mean, it? I'll put it this way. I feel the young guy's pain, right. you know? I mean, I know what it's like to have that responsibility and be watching, you know, things that you can't see and there's too many people and, you know, just the chaos of it all. Um, but with experience, you kind of, you get used to the scene and you know what to look for. That's the big one is just knowing what to look for, you know? Right. There's an Elon yeah. Musk quote about something about being an entrepreneur. It's related, though. He says something like, uh, there's a lot of pain in chewing glass while you're doing this. Uh, the pain goes away, but the chewing glass never stops. Right. Yeah. right. I, yeah. I, you I know, I've read that before yeah. with uh, other yeah. entrepreneurs. It's just like, that's how it is. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a grind to it. And like, 
as as you get more experience, you're like, yeah, that that thing that used to hurt me doesn't right. hurt me anymore, right. but I still got to do it. Right, right. 100%. That's crazy. Um, so being as a guard, I'm sure you guys have to deal with a couple different major challenges that come up here and there. I know that we had one a couple years ago with a really close friend of ours that you happen to be mm-hmm. one of the lead guards uh, yep. that kind of reacted to it. Tony Our Bird. Close friend of ours, Tony. Yeah, um, this is the emotional Tony, part of it that I talk to- about. Tony Bird um, mm-hmm. had passed away about two years ago while he was out surfing. Um, and uh, I guess you're LT on duty. You mm-hmm. heard it come over the radio yeah. as a, well, you heard it as a, as that a was a tough one. Yeah, um, so what happens in these situations at all? Well, I have no idea what happens on the lifeguard side of situations. I see rescues happen, but more like just sitting on the beach. Yeah. So, so a friend of ours that got in trouble in some way or another. With right? that case, I was actually, I was in a different zone when the call came off. So I only heard it on the radio. So I was actually serving as backup. So but, how does the call come off? What does that mean? So the call came off that uh, they were pulling somebody out of the water. That's how it came off. Uh, unconscious victim. We're pulling him out of the water right now. So we just beelined it. Even though I was in different zone, I was like in the zone right next to where this happened. So I got there within 30 seconds. Um, I was like right on scene as they were pulling who I didn't realize at the moment was Tony, right? So I'm just in rescue mode. So to me, it's just a call that we have to react to. And so I'm just in rescue mode. So I'm tunnel vision. And uh, I get there as the initial guards are pulling him kind of away from the shoreline, right? Um, So one of the guards drops down and he's doing his initial checks and he's checking for a pulse and everything else and he busts right into CPR. And so I just kind of got down and I start doing CPR with him. And, uh, you know, it's kind of weird because as I'm just in, like I said, I'm kind of tunnel vision and in rescue mode and I'm doing CPR, just instincts kicking in, exactly. And I'm doing compressions and kind of like, in the background, I'm, I'm hearing somebody going, come on, bird, come on, Tony. And it like takes me a minute. And I'm like, it, it kind of registered. I'm like, what, wait, Tony, bird, what the fuck? And then it connects. And I actually look into the face of the person that I'm pumping his chest. And so I'm happy. like, holy fuck, it's fucking Tony Bird. I mean, you know, it kind of shocked me for a moment, right? But I mean, you can't stop what you're doing. Right. So I just like I'm going harder at that point. I'm like, I got to fucking save Tony Bird. Like this is on me. I got to do this, you know. And so I just keep going and we got him back for a moment. We were talking about that before. We got him back for like a brief second, which was great. And then, you know, he just went out again and we couldn't we couldn't get him back after that. It was it was so surreal as it was going on. I mean, because first time ever, I've done, a, I've done CPR 11 times now in 20 years. Um, Tony was my 11th CPR. And, like, you know, it was just so surreal that you're doing CPR on somebody that you actually know. That was, like, it was mind-blowing, you yeah. know? Yeah. Uh, and honestly, you guys, so much for him. You guys, I mean, and... and, and being there that day as well here at the shop as it happened and um you know listening to the whole story from the moment that that happened and you guys helped him to the point that he you know he got to the hospital it seemed like 
everybody really just did as much as they possibly could yeah um to kind of make that process happen um i can't imagine how how difficult that might have been mm. especially knowing somebody mm. that you're working on them and and such a, I and such a beloved guy as he is like so yeah. many people love him and i know uh, he was a real icon. Unreal. I remember when you ran out to the beach. I don't know if you remember yeah. this, but like I kind of, when we were loading Tony into the to the fire rescue truck, and they kind of continued what they were doing there. Um, like I intercepted you. You were running out, and I was like, "Dude, you gotta like call his his wife." And you were like, I, "I'm I'm doing everything. I called everybody already. They're on their way." And yeah, God, it was such a it was it was, it was weird I, weird you know, moment, you know. Um, you know, just having the ambulance there, and then you know, and just seeing the whole process, and you know, you guys, you know, have to, you know, from from lifeguards to even EMTs and a lot of just uh, uh, people that work in that whole rescue field and stuff like that. There's so much heaviness that 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 you guys have to deal with, and mm. my hat tips off to you guys. Seriously. And, and it's got to what I mean. What do you do? to decompress for moments like that. Like, I mean, you know, I, I, I'm certain, especially because it, it's someone that you, you care about and you've mm -hmm. known for a little while, like it's got to hit home pretty hard. It does. Um, what, it um, does. And then I'm granted, and I, you know, I have friends mm -hmm. that are, you know, EMTs and, you know, and they've mm -hmm. gone to stuff and they've seen some gnarly things out mm -hmm. there. And like, what do you do to let that go? Like, I can't imagine like stuff like that. Like you can't unsee things. No. You know? I, I think like really what it boils down to is you have to put it in your head that this is the professional job that you're doing and you have to separate like you have to look at it like a total professional like okay this is a part of my job like this is going to happen I, I just got to get over it if this is what I'm going to do I'm going to see this I'm going to do this there's going to be people, I mean, like I said, I've done CPR 11 times now. We brought back three. I mean, that's not a lot, but right. it's and, and something. Kudos to you, you know? that in 20 years that you've only had to do 11 people. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Right? Like that's, it's not something that you'd be like, no, I want to yeah. have more yeah. under yeah. my yeah. belt. Yeah. These are not like yeah. statistics like, you want to take. No, about. no, it you know isn't. I mean? It isn't. And it's the so one weird. thing, you know, I mean, just as a side note that I'm absolutely proud of as a professional lifeguard is those 11 have never been under my watch it's always been ones that i've responded to right so like i can kind of i sleep well at night knowing that it's that none of these have happened while i'm watching the water it's all been things that i've responded to nice. and that that helps you know what i mean it, it, it helps it takes, that, i'm not even gonna yeah. comment right. yeah so, God, i can't imagine you do sports you yeah. you surf I surf, um, I skydive, I rock skydive climb. Skydive and you rock mm -hmm. climb, which is Wait, pretty I like amazing. the adventure lifestyle. Yeah, How so do you rock climb? There's, there's, there's no a, rocks in my I know. Which you've definitely got ironic, some right? adrenaline in you or adrenaline junkie in you for the most part. Or it's so, just a release, I guess. Right. I mean, I'm like, not going like, to you know, guess, but... What, what is it? Is it adrenaline? Is it a release? I mean, is it... Uh, what Man, drew, what you, know, drew you to but these kind things? But they're all individual. That kind of sports. They're all individual sports, sure. They're all... How long have you been doing... Rock climbing, how long have you been doing? Uh, so, rock skydiving? climbing, I've yeah, been How did doing... you get into that? That, yeah, exactly. So, all right, let's... Uh, We're we'll on a read, podcast, we'll, so yeah, you can we'll tell all the stories. we got time. So, this is how I got into rock climbing. It's, it's the one thing that I've been doing the longest. I've been climbing about seven or eight years now. And how I got into rock climbing was 
I was doing Muay Thai, and I was training Naturally. for a couple. Yeah. <laughs> I was training for a couple years under an international Muay Thai champion. This French guy is a fucking phenom. His name's Remy Bonelli. He lives here in Miami. Um, so I was training under him. I was kind of his direct pupil, and I was training with him for about two years. And I ended up with two knee surgeries. Like I blew out my knees. Oh, because so of Muay Thai. I, because of Muay Thai. Solely I because of Muay Thai. Do Just Muay Thai. completely destroyed my <laughs> knees. Right. Yeah, yeah. So make a note of that. Kid. Right. So anybody that's thinking about Muay Thai, that's something to think about. All right. We got, we, got, we got some guests Anyway, we're in. saying hi to guests over here. Yeah, yeah, they heard the Muay Thai part. special guests? Oh, yeah. They're going to come in and do some Muay Thai. Some Muay Thai. Yeah. Konnichiwa, everyone. Welcome, welcome. Welcome. Hello, hello. So anyway, um, I was doing that for about two years, had two knee surgeries, completely blew out my knees. So while I'm recouping, I start watching videos of rock climbing. And I'm like, wow, this is fucking badass. Like, really? Been, but yeah. No 100%. way. So I go to, like, I just fell in love with the aesthetics like rock climbing of it on a fake wall or rock climbing? No, on just watching no, videos yeah, on YouTube. Yeah, it's, it's, it's possible, yeah, I guess. Just yeah, recouping yeah, yeah. and watching videos on YouTube. And I was, like, completely blown away. Like, wow, this is fucking awesome. Look at how beautiful this is, yeah. right? And so, you know, dangerous is the first word that comes in before beautiful. Okay. For me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's so like, it's how like, dangerous it's like, that looks. It's like free diving. It's like free diving oh. to me. Yeah. 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 It's I mean, crazy. just, uh, yeah. No, but I mean, it is all kinds of, it, it's phenomenal to watch mm -hmm. these landscapes of where people are at. There's no rope. There's no net. Oh, well, there's, no. Well, there's, sometimes they have a rope. Most of the time they have a rope. Uh, well, it's just, Most I people see, aren't like free climbing Capitan. That's right. not like, that's like the normal. So, I mean, it involves. So, no, a wait, lot so, you, of so upper you're body. doing rehab and you're watching yeah, these clips yeah, and you're just, like. I was rehabbing, watching videos. So, how did the guy uh, rehabbing in Miami watching videos get involved in climbing? So, I just I found out that there was a local gym down yeah. in Homestead. Uh -huh. And uh, as I, when I got done recouping, I just started going there. And that's what hooked me. It's in and like a warehouse. I did right? my, yeah. And I did my first uh, rock climbing trip after I learned how to climb a little bit. No way. And so, what it. is that I like? I've climbed in a gym, but I've never climbed outside. Oh, dude, it's. I'll take you. I'll take you. All why right. Don't we just, why don't we just do it that way? Envolé. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But I love it, man. It. I love it. Yeah. We it's go, I go cool. like three or four times a year. We go on different trips. Where do you go? We, uh, I go everywhere in the U.S. Yeah. I've been to Yosemite. I've been to Chattanooga is, is, is beautiful. It's just is right your wife, there. A if your wife, is mm -hmm. your wife into rock yep. climbing as yep. well? My wife is into it as well. I got my, my climbing partner, you know? Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So apparently so, there's a really uh, amazing climbing area in New York that uh, the Gunks, the Gunks, the Gunks. Mm -hmm. Super, I haven't been yet, but super yeah, close to where I mm -hmm. uh, where I grew up, and I just have a house up in the mountains, like mm -hmm. super close to there too. Mm -hmm. I grew up doing that stuff. I don't know what it's called bouldering. Okay, mm -hmm. but yeah, yeah, we used mm -hmm. to do that stuff. It was just me and yeah. my brother. It's awesome. Right? How high can you get? Yeah, that's high. We should probably tie you to something. Yeah, you know, that was <laughs> pretty much as high as we could go. Mm -hmm. It's so fun. Yeah, that's yeah. it's a, it's it's I could see how like uh, lifeguarding and climbing are kind of just connected kind of like and, an adventure sort of lifestyle. That's but it's a weird thing. It's so uh, nature involved and so like dependent yeah. on mm -hmm. uh, natural elements and the weather and. Mm -hmm. So is that is that sort of excitement or adventure, uh, what led you to skydiving? Yeah. So with the skydiving, yeah, I did that my happen? first three jumps when I was 18, 19, and 20. 
So a long time ago. Solo than, or? No, no, just uh, tandems. What, right. Yeah, tandems. That's, right. how, you, that's right. how you have to start. Right, right. And uh, I, d- I jumped once. Nice. I'm not done. Whenever you're ready to go again, man. Oh, I'm good. Whenever you're ready. This guy's ready for all yeah. kinds of yeah. stuff, huh? I'm like, I was 21. I didn't have any responsibilities I, or anything. I, I already like, I like stuff like that too much. I'm out. Have you <laughs> dived or no? It was, it was pretty awesome. Like, it was cool. Like, it was like, all right, you're growing up in the plane mm-hmm. and stuff. And actually, the plane was probably more scarier than diving. It's like duct tape holding things together. Yeah, yeah. it's like, uh-huh. it's like yeah. the roller coaster on the way up. <laughs> click, 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 right, click, click, right. click. It's and, way you know, scarier. And then all of a sudden, you're in the air, and you're just like, all right, we're ready to go. You're like, yeah. and the door's open. It was like a little Cessna. Uh-huh. And you're just like, doors open. You're like. Where'd you go? You went here in Miami? Uh, yes, Homestead. Homestead. That's where I jump out of. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. and it was like. That's my home drop zone. And all of a sudden, you're like the first person because it was my birthday. And um, you're kind of like, he's like, all right, put your foot right here. And it was outside mm-hmm. on the, there's like a little ledge, a little step on right off the wing and stuff uh-huh. like that or yeah. something like that. And you're like, okay, and I'm attached to someone. And you're just, and you're like, I'm about to jump out of a plane. Like uh-huh. for a second, like yeah. you're just going through the motions. Like people are just telling you like, all it's right, yeah. sensory it's, overload. Right. That's so you're just like, is. you're going through it and you're like, and then all of a sudden that one moment just hits you where you're just putting your foot outside and it's, it gets real. Yeah. It gets real, real, yeah. real Probably quick. like when the wind like comes <laughs> right. up your yeah. right. handcuff, right. you're like, oh, and, God, okay. Yeah, and then, then all of a sudden you're just seeing like, oh, it looks really pretty from here. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. Are we about yeah. to? He's like, here we go. Like, uh, and then you're like, just trust him. But he didn't just jump forward. He like jumped backwards and did a backflip and stuff nice. like that. Fancy. So all of a sudden I was like, oh. <laughs> 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 you know? And it's that moment of like, all of a sudden like your stomach just goes to your, to your throat oh, real man. quick. Awesome. But then it was all like, all of a sudden it goes to your throat and all of a sudden you're weightless. Mm-hmm. And you're like in a dream. Mm-hmm. Or like you're just like, it, it feels like you're in a dream. Because all of a sudden it just, it goes, you're like, oh my God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And then all of a sudden you're just like there's just such a cushion. A peace. It's like and a cushion of air. And, overcomes yeah. and you're just and then then you're like I'm just gonna look around. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna just take it all in. I'm looking around. I'm looking around. The floor's getting quicker. Floor's getting mm-hmm. closer. The floor's getting closer. Looking around. We're gonna pull this thing. We're gonna pull this thing. We're gonna pull this thing. And then they pull it. Blah blah blah. And you're just like a, wow. a minute never seems so long, right? Longest uh, ever. Uh-huh. Really. Uh, and it was pretty impressive. And then I got to see other people jump at after me and it was uh yeah but i don't know if i could do it again uh, oh you come know, on we gotta do it again you know it's one yeah. of those where you're, you know i don't know anyways but it but it, it's pretty impressive so how many jumps have you had i have 79 jumps wow. as of monday yeah, right, yeah so, so i've been jumped. in for two years i've you been just, in it for two years you just now. jumped this past monday yeah mm-hmm. do you go often i do i try and go you know i try and go once or twice a week actually yeah. What? Yeah. And Try and get in like four or five months. Jumps, yeah. He does it often. Yes. There's yeah. only 52 weeks in a Dude. year. Like, you skydive more than I surf. Yeah. 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 Pretty much. <laughs> womp womp. The sad realities of a And in skydiving, over. that's not a lot of jumps. Really? I mean, these guys are pulling... Oh my God! They're pulling four and five jumps. Yeah, in surfing, know, a week. I, that's not a lot of surfing days either. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, I feel you. <laughs> wow. So what is what? It, what does it do for you now? Like now, I mean, I'm sure it gets to some point where it seems the same, or does it? I mean, no. or is every single time still skydiving? No, no. You're nervous as all bloody hell every time you get up. All there. right, no, no, no. I, mean, I don't. It's, it's, I yeah. no. I think that has to end because I've watched enough base jumping stuff. That's know, a whole nother, whole nother level. Yeah, yeah. right. But yeah. just like everything, mm. you do a little, 
Push little, it a little bit more. Do a little bit more. Yeah, it's like jabbing the vein, right? I just like do little, it. Just going to do a little on the weekends. I, I like it a little bit too much now. <laughs> Next thing you know, you're, you're like yeah. jumping off of bridges and yeah. shit. Well, that's how you start, <laughs> right? Away from like the you start in the plane and then you go to the Have bridge. Have you jumped? No. No. Something you want to do? That's a build up, you know? Right. Is that yeah. something? <laughs> yeah, that's a build up. Um, Meaning that he's like, he's like, I'm in the basement, I'm right. working my way up. Yeah. Right. He's, so he's got all levels the of adrenaline um, junkie. Does that happen with there. surfing? Did you guys know? Like, are you guys like, all right, knee high salad peach, sounds good. Like Mavericks, starting with the longboard. Yeah, here I come. Right. Yeah. It's like starting with the longboard, and then you drop down to the shorty. And then you want to get to. I and then, think you know, it's, it's more the like transition. South Beach and Mass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it's more like that comparison. <laughs> um, so is that something you want to work into? Like, basically, does that attract you at all? Well, here's the thing. There's a. First of all, I'm a long time away from that kind of jumping. What, don't you but, have to like? Wasn't that like a? They used to like recommend like you gotta have like how many jumps? Yeah, exactly. Jump That's, how like That's how it works. Like two hundred jumps. You gotta have two hundred jumps before they even train you in the wingsuit. That's before they even train you, and that's out of a plane. You should start right? just selling squirrel suits. No two hundred dollars. No. You should be like, yo, you can buy a squirrel suit. No, no checking. You don't check your ID. <laughs> nothing. Squirrel. I'm sure there's a black market for squirrel suits, right? There's a right, black market. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I got one. Turns out I was at a furry convention. <laughs> like, damn it. Wrong kind of squirrel suit. It's like a David Crockett convention. <laughs> You're like, God, well, I got a cool hat. <laughs> I look exactly like a squirrel. What is this weird tail flap? <laughs> oh, that's good. I digress. Well, Sorry. Well, so we were able to tap on with Sean, who's our guest this week. Um, life is a lifeguard. Yes. All so, the different things. I mean, aside, you know, some of the heavier stuff you've uh, you've seen. Yeah, let's go to light stuff like like, like sharks. Or, or or before we jump into that. Oh, okay. What was the surfing scene like for the last twenty years as a lifeguard? Like, Man, that's, I mean, did, that's what, changed. Has fight has fights gotten a lot less? Because it seems that's like the I first thing you go to surfing. Yeah, because I remember as a kid growing up. Actually, like, you don't see much fighting anymore. At all. Yeah, yeah it's you it's don't see lawsuits. it anymore. Yeah. Nobody wants yeah, to Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> like like yeah. everyone's father or uncle's yeah. a lawyer. Or it yeah. could be that everybody thinks they're an MMA fighter now. Right. So nobody's like messing with one another. Yeah. You know what I mean? I've been giving yeah. myself cauliflower ear just for that purpose. Yeah. yeah. Like, you guys won't fuck with me. Grinding. Like surfing in Hawaii, right? Like, you don't, want, <laughs> yeah. not, don't mess with anybody in Hawaii. They're all like jujitsu guys. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's why on the way to the islands, I punch myself in the face a couple times. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's better. You yeah. can't get cauliflower ear. What's about your modeling career, honestly? <laughs> right. What is Hot Surfers Daily going to say? I don't know. I can wind up on Hot MMA Fighters of the Day. Yeah. There's got to be a page for that. Or like Cauliflower Ear Central. <laughs> so he's like, look at this guy's ear. Make a salad out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes! Um, so you, uh, the, the beach has changed, right? We, we, the 100%. localism side of things. I know that I've seen it change since I yeah. was a kid and stuff like that. Um, yeah. uh, back in the day, when there were beefs uh, and whatnot. What is back in the day? Can we put some time frames on this? Uh, it was a Thursday. Okay. <laughs> it's like two thirty. <laughs> it was a fall two thirty. Two thirty on Thursday. Uh, Sounds Dane, right. Dane Cook has the best portion of the stand-up skit that he has he's like you know back in the day it was a thursday yeah. and it just goes <laughs> off into itself anyway so back in the day let's say the 90s right you were guarding okay. in the 90s uh yeah. late 90s yeah yeah oh, this is when i got here yeah. late 90s into yeah 2000s. mid 90s i started mm -hmm. um, relevant yeah. back in the day 
That was here. Back that came here back, here back in the back day. In that day. How about that? Um, but I would say I haven't seen fighting on the beach, surfing related. Right. All right, let's be specific. Right. Surfing related, more than more than five years. I haven't seen a surfing related fight. Oh, you missed the one last year. I probably did. What happened? Uh, I'm not going to talk about it now. It's a good friend. And the other person deserved it, so it happens. Which is usually how it goes. So, yeah, so the guy's being a jerk-off. It's a jerk-off to the wrong guy too many times. The guy calls him out on it. A little thing happens. And, you know, pile your separate ways, whatever. The other guy wasn't so happy with the outcome, so he, like, whined about it and Mm -hmm. was like, call the police. The police came, and then they were like, yo, the guy that fought this guy needs to come to the beach. That guy's like slowly paddling back home, you know, going back to his house or whatever. Like, and then he got onto the beach, like, clearly it was you, we know. Mm. So, and he's like, yeah, but uh, this is the circumstances. Self-defense. Mm. This is like what's going on, really. And they're like, oh, all right, he'll sit right here reading all that stuff. And the other guy was like, yo, so you're an idiot. And then the guy's like, oh, so he told you I'm an idiot. And that was pretty much the way it ended. Mm. I mean, and it seems I'm, like... I'm leaving out a lot of details there, but uh, it was basically, like you said, it's like someone was being a jerk-off yeah, yeah. and got yeah. called on being a jerk-off. And mm-hmm. then it's just like the shark. You know, it's like you chase the shark around, you try to put its selfie stick in, your, in its face, mm-hmm. and it bit your cell phone. No shit, Sherlock. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like... <laughs> You know? Well, well that, that kind of leads us into our next topic. More than anything else, as far as shark sharks fights. Go. Shark, shark fights. Shark NATO. Yes. Shark fights and shark NATO. There's a shark NATO in South Beach. That's what we're saying. I mean, we, we were talking earlier. And local we, sharks gone wild. We, uh, we, and we have a buddy of ours that's all friends of ours, Jason McIntosh. 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 McIntosh, too. Um, you know, he's, Great footage. he's he does a bunch of uh, drone footage and mm-hmm. he's caught in this last year a bunch of shots Gaggle. of sharks. Gaggles of a, sharks. A full gaggle mm-hmm. of sharks locally, uh, just right off the shoreline and whatnot. Like and we've in seen, four inches of water. And mm-hmm. we've seen them swim between people. And I've been telling people, you know, sharks, I'm like, dude, everyone's staying in their lane, so to speak, right? Most yeah. people aren't messing with sharks and most sharks aren't messing with people. And it's, Clear as day that, you know, what's going on. Well, no, this is what's not clear as day. So me, I've seen a couple of sharks out here over the years. I've been, like I said, since 2000, I took a small sabbatical and then I came back. Never like this. Every once in a while, maybe. But this seems, and you know, it I didn't does. have, I didn't have, totally a, I didn't have a more sharks large, than ever. enough yeah. sample size to say it. And so I'm like, eh, what do I know? You know, mm-hmm. like I see more sharks today. Mm-hmm. I haven't been here for 50 years. I don't know. Maybe it's like a thing that happens every 30 years. The sharks mm-hmm. come down for a convention. What do I know? Mm-hmm. You're saying, and you've been there and you're a life coach. You stare at the ocean all day. It's more than usual. hundred percent. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. this is not the last year. As as we weren't, we this didn't have empirical. any shark bites. For no. quite some time. Long time. As far as I know, there's like confirmed. I mean, we have to be specific. Like confirmed shark attacks more than 50 years on Miami Beach. Right. During lifeguard times. Right, exactly. That's yeah, actually exactly. shark. Yeah. That Somebody we else know may have of, had something that was Confirmed, verified, on, you know, yes. the whole nine yards. Right. Like right. for sure, yeah. this is a shark bite. Um, more than 50 years until about a month ago right. when we of had which that. which we were kind yeah. of just making fun of the person mm-hmm. that was having a selfie stick and mm-hmm. was like literally chasing a shark around in the water trying yep. to get the ultimate Literally, Instagram like chasing post. the guy, chasing and, the shark around, you and know. And the shark turned around and bit him. Yeah. 
And you Shocker. know what? He got an awesome selfie of that. Mm. Yeah. Right, he yeah. did. Yeah. He is. Yeah. That is Instagram gold. Yeah. Look at yeah. this. It's stuck yeah. on me still. So many likes. <laughs> yeah. People like shark bites if yeah. you're the one posting them of yourself. Right. Look at me, I'm now being bitten by the shark I was chasing. <laughs> it's great. But that's just Honey, dumb, get this on live. It's so dumb though. It's just like, and you know, and then there's like, Stupid oh, there's humans, sharks out man. there. They'll bite you and it's just, well, I mean, if mess with anybody, right? Mess with anybody, he's gonna yeah. punch you in the face. Yeah, if, like I was in the middle of eating stone crabs and Joe's and like, you got up in there, like I might bite your hand. I will I, bite it your hand. Yeah. Yeah. You Especially your Joe's. Yeah, you know, yeah. It would actually yeah. be the fried chicken. Yeah. Don't be mess with my Joe's. It would actually be the fried chicken bite from your Joe's, because yeah. that's what I ordered. It's like $6.95 and super good. But if you eat that and you put your hand anywhere near it, it's gonna get bitten. Total accident. It's, yes. not, it's not the shark's fault. Right. It's not my fault. Right. Here's the thing from a lifeguarding perspective, right? We got everybody on Miami Beach is worried about sharks, but what will actually kill you is rip currents. Like, those there will you kill you, you know? The shark is not going to kill you. That's you know, very well, hopefully, true. Hopefully, knock on wood. Yeah. Right? Seriously. Anyway. I mean, and most of your sharks are totally right about yeah, this. Rip currents will kill you, right. and they're out there all the time, right. you know? Right, right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, GMCVB, there's your next yeah. tourism yeah. line. <laughs> Don't worry about our sharks. Yeah. The rip currents, our, rip, our rip currents will kill you. Will kill you. Yeah. But or it's, the it's traffic, a lot similar. Just getting I mean, but it's a lot similar to what you know the misconceptions with what will hurt you or or create the most damage during hurricanes. You know, most people think it's wind, wind? but it's the water. flooding. It's the water. Mm -hmm. Rain and the flooding that goes on Mm -hmm. afterwards, and they're seeing it right now in Carolina. Yeah, speaking of which, that was some weekly happenings. Oh, by the way, I did get uh, a link that I do need to post. PayPal apparently is now an awesome way to go and donate to all these different charities. Oh, cool. For one thing at a single time. Yeah, because they're they're having a pretty rough time up there. And then uh, I was watching the nightly news the other night, and they were just talking about the – you know, all these pig farms and stuff like that that are oh, just flooded out. And now all this all that. this pig yeah. crap is just Not floating good. through the water. Yeah. And there's just, the water in itself is so toxic right now wow. from street runoff yeah. to pig crap Arma to here last chicken year crap to yeah. all these other stuff that mm-hmm. is just permeating through it. And then mm-hmm. not to mention all the animals that are displaced. I mean, they're, you know, it's like bayou-like. I yeah. mean, it's not super swamp-like, but it's like, you know, you've got snakes you've got things that are cruising around they're displaced and stuff like that freaking out Mm -hmm. so they've got some challenges oh you know what i saw who was it uh someone from north carolina i want to say one of those guys that surfs super good from up there benny b it could have been benny b or could have been um what's his name from outer banks any which way there was like a picture of like what looked like some sort of uh grass carp uh that was in some pond and it had like this giant circular bite out of like its whole abdomen or like the whole stomach area. And I'm like, Whoa. that's kind of creepy to have bitten out of a carp in a pond. <laughs> and it's the kind of thing where you're like, oh, well, what the hell got into that pond when the water level was high? And, that, and that's the thing is like water levels high everywhere. So anything that would be swimming in that pond or that lake or that river or whatever is swimming everywhere else right, you right know? up to your front door right and then and then on top of it the toxicity of the water you know oh that was like one of my favorite videos from uh, the, one of those hurricanes it was like it was like a terrible flood and just like watching some father and son it's definitely in the south because they're sitting on the front porch fishing yes <laughs> nice. and like the little kid is bringing in like a 
14 pound catfish like on like a mighty mouse fishing pole or something yes. and i'm like making this, the best of it yeah it's like totally making the best of it and it wasn't one of those the ones that like, they had the shark from new smart that was fake right. or whatever like this was like real would you would you would you would you eat that fish so i mean like considering what's going on hurricane catfish yeah yeah i mean it's not eating at that point it's i think like two weeks after i don't want to eat that catfish right but like he's probably a little stressed out probably like a little more gamey a little bit more less tender because it's been freaking out during the hurricane and then you just reeled it in but you know screwdriver through the head yeah Make sure it's uh, dead real fast so it doesn't get any adrenaline going through the flesh. From Peter. No, you mainly you gotta kill it. If you're gonna kill it, kill it fast. You don't want it dying slow. You see the video of the uh, news reporter that was like blowing in the wind, and then the guys walk behind him. (laughs) So like this is the stuff. It's 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 the best, but it's the worst. Uh, It's good stuff. Literally, like it's so bad. Fake news. Yeah, you know, like because you don't need to do that crap. You're a lifeguard. Yeah, you just talked about talk, sharks yeah. very, like, logically. You talked about rescuing somebody. Yeah. You talked about CPR. Like, it's very, yeah, there's like, no this, fear-mongering. This, this, no this is the way it is. Like, it's, this is terrible. This was good. This is how it is. This is how you can deal with it. You're not uh, standing in, like, shark stew with right. chum around right. you telling people that there's sharks on South Beach. Yeah. You know, it's like, don't do it for the likes. You don't do it for the publicity. It's what it is. We do it for the likes and the publicity. South Beach. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think we're done. Yeah. I think we're done. Think Are we nice. done? Anything else? It's great. We wandered great. a little bit there. It was fun, though. I think. Bring it back. That's what happens when you write it. I know. When I write it, it's like we stay on point. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I sleep better if I can. We that. show that writing, by the way, because I have no idea what that the fuck is that some says. Serious oh. chicken scratch. That's not nice. <laughs> I've been meaning to keep these, actually. Uh, oh, I've been wanting to do it. It'd be funny if we went. Oh, we should have like, like had a little booklet of it. I know. I thought about it. I hoard. Keegan, where are you? Too many stuff. Our uh, intern, Keegan. Keegan, yeah, where are you? Like studying? For, oh, it's Friday. He probably has a spelling test tomorrow. Thursday. Thursday. Yeah, yeah. It's Friday tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Start spelling, right. spelling test tomorrow probably. At least that was when I had spelling tests. They still spell? I don't know. It's they like probably auto, have spells. Like, there's like autocorrect on your phone. Yeah, there's like it's a spell. Right, it's yeah. a, it's your spell yeah. check test. Right. These days, are not learning. Did you did you know how to like right click and and uh, correct it yeah. perfectly? Like also just writing on your phone or anything. Yeah. I don't have to know anything. It's on my phone. <laughs> right. Fuck you. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I've heard about that recently. I was talking to like a teacher friend in there, and I was like, "Yeah, so you guys must do that." And they're like, "No." Yeah. I'm like, "What do you? What do you guys teach them?" Yeah, and they're yeah, like, yeah. "I don't know. It's like Instagram mostly, I guess." Uh, like, that's good. We teach them Instagram. Yeah. No, they teach the teachers oh. Instagram. Oh. <laughs> the teachers just try to like maintain order and not get fired by uh, the parents. Pretty that's much. Pretty much. It. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I'm becoming so here, cynical. I'm, I'm like nearing forty and getting very cynical. Uh, episode thirty-five, yeah. September twenty. You're getting like. You gonna bust in a song? Well, you know. Oh, this is getting sure, like. Uh, uh, something new just started. Right <laughs> talk story just after dark's right. getting started for reals here. Uh, episode, like I'm saying before, I was rudely interrupted by the next show going on. Next up. Uh, <laughs> next up. Stay tuned. Stay tuned for Talk Story After Dark. <laughs> this is episode 35. Uh, today is September 20th. Thanks for joining us here from South Beach at First Shop. Oh, we forgot to tell you subscribe, like our stuff, comment on our stuff, tell your friends. 
rate and review on iTunes. Oh yeah, that we really like. Yeah. And on has um, anybody done that? I haven't looked. I I did once. So did I, I. I don't think it worked when I did it. Oh. No, but you can do it, and, and they won't believe uh, that it's fake because it's coming from you and not the person who actually yeah, posted it. Yeah, that, that looks Help a little sketchy. If it's... Can we get a group? Uh, beep. 